Hello and welcome to Chasers, the podcast that cheered when Gianni Moscon got shelled at the World Championships by the one and only Rusty Woods. Episode three. We're back. We've made it. Harry's back. He's in. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again for calling in, Harry. No worries. It's, uh, it's cost me a lot on the bill, but it's worth it. Always worth it. And uh, yeah. you've got a new microphone, so hopefully the quality is improving. New crisp. Week on week. Yeah, it's a beast. It's heavy. It's it's weighty, so it's got to be quality. He's no longer miming like sort of Cheryl Cole. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's Snowball special, not sponsored. It, uh, it's got a little red light on the front. That's it. So you, you, you can tell you we're actually recording then. We're actually live where we need to be but no so thank you everyone for your feedback from the last few weeks it's been it's been quite quite amazing really had a, a few reviews yeah four listeners a, perfect four reviews as well four reviews. so thank you to all of you <laughs> uh one celebrity listener we should also give a shout out to is ray mears left us um, a lovely <laughs> review on itunes so when he's doing his bushcraft yeah and we've got a very cool competition We've got a twenty dollar Amazon voucher Which, that we got given by Buzzsprout. Yep. Yeah, so our podcast hosts, our podcast hosts. Thank you very much. Even though we pay, them. yeah, we pay them more than that a month. <laughs> thank you so much for letting us pay you. But we're going to say the funniest uh, iTunes review will win the twenty dollar Amazon voucher. But we're going to help pick the prize. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to send us your address if you win, and, and we'll we will send, send you a you magical <laughs> prize. Something. For twenty dollars. Yeah. So Ray Mears, if you want to do another one, feel free. Including postage, that is. Yeah. We don't have Prime, so. Ah, right. So Harry, you've had a very busy week, haven't you? What have you been up to? Yeah. Well, I had the uh, Wivelsfield Road Race, first one of the season, first road race of the season. Lovely. Um, Whereabouts yeah. is Wivelsford for everyone that's non-educated like me? It is nearish. It's in between Brighton and uh, like. Burgess Hill, so like yeah. near Ditchling, pretty much um, down south. Um, yeah, but it was a good course. I think it was like seven k long. A um, little bit of a rise at the end, and got sick, so it was all right. Whoa! And what did you predict for that? I think you predicted uh, a good good ride, didn't you? I think I might have said top five, but or top three, something like that. But you know, top three. Yeah, I, 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 forgot, <laughs> I forgot the sound, I forgot the soundbite. Yeah, I think it was a top three. Uh, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. But I was just pleased to make it then. It was a bit sketchy at the start. <laughs> it was funny at the start. Some guy went for a little solo breakaway and then um, posed for the cameras and missed the first turn and just went straight on. Oh, I saw <laughs> that on Instagram. Yeah. So you had, to, you had to turn around and then get and then chase back on. Well, so he got dropped by celebrating for the camera. <laughs> he went from he had about a five second lead. And then went to being dropped, and then had to catch back on. Then he he just constantly attacked the whole race, attacked last lap, and then like got it. dropped. I like it. Yeah, like my it. hero. That's real chaser yeah. mentality. So what? He yeah. came dead last. <laughs> yeah, he pretty much did. Yeah, because I was marshalling with him afterwards, and uh, he was pretty disappointed. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, he didn't really care too much about the uh, missing the first turn. But everyone laughed. A few <laughs> the whole person just like started laughing pretty much just uh, what a mug basically yeah, but you know so how how long was it then how many laps uh i think it was cut a lap short because the ambulance was late so i think it was like six laps but about an hour and a half um it was nice weather as well, wasn't it yeah it was really nice pretty cold but nice um yeah and i think it was the thing is it started off really fast and then kind of just 
well, settled down and then picked up last two laps, I guess, as you'd expect, really. Yeah. Um, I think my heart rate for the last lap was 202 beats per minute, so, but... And I think I up. saw a picture of you sprinting on the hoods, Harry. Shall we uh, yeah, discuss he's a, that? He's a true, a true climber there, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I have been told off. Other, that, other but... famous sprinters, such as Pierre Rolland. <laughs> <laughs> He was actually who I was modelling it on, so yeah. I'm pretty pleased you noticed, yeah. Um, yeah, I know, because it was a bit sketchy, because coming, so coming into the finish, it was pretty quick, kind of S's, like a right-hander, right, a right and then it swooped left and then picked up for the for the finish. And I was on like probably that 20th wheel, 15th wheel, and on the wrong side of the road, and a car came the other way nice. with a bus behind it, yeah. So I had to brake, slot back in. Lost loads of momentum, but obviously was still alive, so that was a bonus. Always but then good. I had to, yeah, but then had to make a like a proper effort just to get back up to like a decent wheel to then sprint again for the for the finish. It was a bit, of, but I feel like if I if there wasn't a car come the other way, you would have won. I mean, so you yeah, you were on the wrong side of the road though, yeah, yeah. So you you were against forced. the rules, <laughs> forced, forced. Oh, no, there might be some was, there might be some sighting. It was a, it wasn't a solid white line, double oh, okay. white line. So it's you had the little arrow illegal. to tell you to get over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly Overtake. That. Now's your chance. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. the um the Sunday race that I was going to do with you, Harry, got cancelled. What was that? What was that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dunsfold. Oh, I was gutted. What? Because they put waterworks on the circuit. What's going on there? Yeah, I know. Oh. But that this the um the actual um tarmac is really dodgy around there. So hopefully it's going to be a bit better for next time. But it got cancelled last year as well because of snow. Oh. Was... So has it um... ever happened? Is it? I don't know if it's ever actually a race. They just always find a way to cancel it. But yeah, sadly, that was the case. But there was also some professional racing. With some much better news. Yes, because the spring classics have begun. Spring classics, which, if you can remember last week, I promised you the definition of a classic. Oh yes, I threw you under the bus slightly by putting you on the spot. As per Google, it's judged over a period of time to be the highest quality and outstanding of its kind. That's, mm. that's what classic means. Okay. Then the cycles cla- uh, classic cycle <laughs> that was, races. That was the definition of yeah. the word classic. The word classic. <laughs> the, cycle classic uh, the, the classic cycle races are the most prestigious one-day professional ro- road cycling races in the international calendar. Ah, prestigious. Like it. So um, we had Omloop Het Newsblad, and we also had the men's and women's version, which we'll uh, talk about. And we also had the uh, Kern, Brussels Kern, on the Sunday. And the women's, I don't think it's the women's version, it's just the women's race. It's a separate race, race isn't yeah, it? Which is the Omloop Van Het Hageland. Hopefully, yeah. I, if any Dutch people want to correct me on that, or Belgian. Yeah, Flemish. Flemish. Cover them, blanket them. <laughs> European. <laughs> <laughs> just any human that wants to correct me on that, feel free. Uh, so, we, um, Seb and I put on some £1 bets, and uh, Seb called Omloop Het Newsblad correctly. I did, so m- big fan, obviously. The winner was Zedek. Zdenek Stebar, Zdenek Stebar, Zdenek, Zdenek. There we go. Stibar. Not great at check. For Dekernik. Yes. Um, so the review of that is uh, basically five riders got away, which was Tim Brellens, uh, Toins, Lutsenko, uh, GVA, Greg Van Avermaet, and Stebar himself. They and Stebar well, was textbook attack. It was absolutely perfect because no one wanted to take Van Avermaet to the line because he's the top sprinter out of that lot, and. Um, Wellens did an amazing attack. Do you see where he yes, was on the upside right of the road, up to the other side and then jumped across at the last minute because there was like a um, pedestrian sort of crossing in the middle. A little island. A little island. Yeah. And, um, Van Avermaet chased it down nicely and then Stebar went and... Van Avermaet chased for about 
five meters. Yeah. Then just, was yeah. like, nah, and no Looked one else. Around, it's no, okay. But he was chasing every move, wasn't he? That yeah. was the problem. I mean, just definitely the strongest guy in that race, wasn't he? Yeah, he flew. But, but yeah. did you see, um, like they have, what is it? what's that little uh, data thing they have at the back of their bikes? Come on, the, the company's called now. Is that Dimension Data? No, it's the oh, other one, uh, Velon. Okay, yeah. So they had the little Velon boxes. So it's like a GPS <laughs> box that tracks their heart rate, their power, mm. their speed. And you can sort of, on some races, there's like an app so you can track where the riders are in the race and stuff. Mm. And actually, they displayed their powers up the Bosberg. Oh, yeah. And it was something like they were hitting peaks of uh, like 1,200. And then their average up the whole climb, uh, Steve R and Van Avermaet's was like 650 <laughs> up the Bosberg. <laughs> nice. it must be over Insane. a minute. Yeah. Just <laughs> horrid. Yeah, well, it was really promising for uh, Van Avermaet fans, for Flanders and stuff like that, because he was looking very saucy. So big things coming from him, I think, over the coming classics. Um, yeah, De Koenig played it perfectly. Jungles and Lampert were around in the chasing groups as well, obviously not doing any work, getting a free ride, um, which then led on for Jungles' fantastic victory. Uh, but first, I'm going to talk about the ladies' omelette pet news, Vlad, because a few things happened with that I think we're going to talk about. Yes. Mm. Harry, would you like to it, explain? Yeah, I think they so they got a 10 minutes, so the men set off 10 minutes before the women. Which is different, is usually um, sort of the women start a lot earlier in the day yeah. than the men. So yeah. Almost it's nice in a way that they sort of do get the crowd, get the the crowds, crowd to finish, yeah. yeah. So I think but I'm... 10 minutes is nothing, isn't it? I mean, yeah, there's nothing. But basically the men set off pretty slowly. And I think, I can't remember, I don't know the name of the, the rider, but one of the women's riders got a massive break at the start. And then they, she was going to catch on to the men's peloton. So they had to stop the whole of the race, the women's race, um, let the gap go back out again, and then basically give that, the woman again, another like her advantage that she had originally, but I think she, she, had, she, she ended no up getting caught, didn't she? Yeah, she had, no, exactly. She got caught straight away, I think, yeah. which is a bit unfair. <clears throat> I think she got 74th overall, so nowhere. But oh. that was, I think, yeah, it was quite a lot. I don't know. I think if you were the organizers and you're in that position, what you can't, you can't exactly ask the men to speed up, can you? I mean, obviously, they should have given a bigger gap at the start, but yeah, I suppose they, they sort of do expect then the men to go slightly faster and get yeah. a larger gap but then they sort of I mean, a 10 minute gap is quite a large gap to close yeah. isn't it yeah so yeah so but, um yeah. the review of that is uh chantel black one for bowls diamonds who were obviously a very dominant team last year as well and she won she was world champion last year uh, yes dutch world champion last year when it was like three dutch riders yeah. dominating it uh first win of 2019 for the team uh european champion marta bastianelli who was a virtu plays second and Yip van den Bos, another Bowles Diamond rider, came in third. And uh, yeah, the women's had to stop because of that break, which was a bit crazy. And then on the Sunday, Kern Brussels Kern. Uh, I put Sam. my money on Bob Jungles, my favourite, just because his name's amazing, Bob Jungles. <laughs> uh, I put my money on, on him at 33 to 1. I thought he was looking pretty fresh. He's, you know, last year he's doing well. And I think. He's gonna be a big classics rider, I think. He's got he's got an engine. Do you know that that was his um his second ever cobbled race? Yeah. His first one being Het Newsblad the day before. Yeah. Which is <laughs> outstanding. And so like Russell Kearns, Russell Kearns generally known as the Sprinters classic, mm. uh, Sprinters cobbled classic. So Cavendish has won it in the past. Uh Vegan last year. Yeah. So a lot of the really, really fast guys. So it's rare that uh, a breakaway rider yeah, or a non sprinter. And what a breakaway it was. So they broke clear from the group being chased down. Uh, Jumbo, Visma and Bora were trying to track him down. Um, it was into a headwind as well, I read, uh, he said in an interview. 
And uh, but De Koenig did the quick step team did such a good job of breaking up the chase. Joan P. Drucker is an absolute chaser's hero because he just sat on the front, didn't ask and any turns, that he drilled it for Ackerman. <laughs> and you know, Drucker's got a sprint on yeah, him himself. Yeah, he was my outside bet, I'd say. Yeah, so you know, I think Ackerman owes him big time. Um, but every time they got to some sort of turning or roundabout, um, quick step just flooded. There was about four or five of their riders, yeah, just getting in the way, and then Drucker would go off the front again and they'd all just sit up and look around and no one was really, you know, Jumbo Visma were not really doing much to help to get Grunewagen into the, into the scene. And um, yeah, they sort of all got away and a big shout out to Owen Dool. Yes. Um, who yeah, got a wicked second place. He attacked right at the end and then he won like a sort of a mini bunch sprint. It just was before him, Terpstra, Terpstra Kuglera, was and Lampere, was it, I think? Yeah. Like, yeah. Lampere think... was just tracking people in his... Belgian, you sat, sat, sat <laughs> second with wasn't he? You saw yeah. them like Duel came off the front, Lampere was at the front, just sat up straight away. Yeah, and but like, Duel counted his own attack. Yeah, he, he attacked and then got brought back, and then like five seconds later attacked again for the sprint. Yeah, he because he was looking brilliant. It was him and Luke Rowe who did that wicked attack in um, Tour Down Under, where they both yeah. went solo together. Yes. they went solo and then joined up, and as a pair just rode away from everyone. Like he's he's looking really strong. He's quite young still, isn't he? I think. Yeah. I'm, uh, mid twenties, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, so I think he's got. I think the Sky Classics team, like with him, Rowe, Stannard, you know, a lot of experience there for Roubaix and stuff. They Definitely. could be, they could be throwing throwing some watts out there. Um, and then the ladies, Omloop van het Hagland, uh, Marta Bastianelli, who was second, I believe, in the ladies Omloop het Newsblad. Uh, she won a sprint, did a really clever sprint actually. It was round a corner, and she was just pushing second place, who is Lotta Lapisto. Um, who rides a Trek Segafredo, she just eased her on the outside, so she had quite a long way to go round. And even though she was stronger, she couldn't quite make it. And so then... the pistol on her day is a very, very good sprinter. Yeah, and Leah Kirkman, um, who's from Canada, from somewhere, uh, came third. But Trek, Trek Segafredo, who are the new ladies' team, were really lighting it up, I read, and I saw some clips of it. They were um, said they very got feisty. Like a superstar team, aren't they? Yeah. And I'll say, possibly my favourite kit in the whole peloton. Yeah, definitely. Really nice. Yeah. Really nice. Smart. Yeah, so that is the opening weekend of the classic. So Seb with a win and myself with a win. So put uh, send us your bets, what you're going for. Yep. Hopefully our previews for some of the races coming up will also help you. We'll give you some gambling tips. Yeah, we're obviously doing well at the moment. Two for two. Yes, we go. <laughs> so this, this weekend, I did a very, very rare thing. I went cycling. Wow. I actually went outside. <laughs> And yes, so we went mountain biking. Absolute it was scenes. lovely to get out. Sam actually saw me on a bike as well. I did, yeah. It was just nice to get out. It was gorgeous. It was, it was lovely, really sunny, it like really warm. Full, full spring, wasn't it, they were calling that? Yeah. Then? So yeah, nice, sunny, warm February day. Went to a bit of mountain biking around Queen Elizabeth Country Park over in Portsmouth. Yeah. It was lovely. And then I actually did a bit of road riding where I went and tried to ride the uh, the Perth's pedal race uh, route, because that's quite near where I work as well, so... Did a few of the climbs around there. It's a horrible finishing climb, so it's definitely yeah. A... And they move the finish closer to the end of the climb. Yes, to make it's it up, sort of... up uh, Portsdown Hill, I believe. It is. Yeah. Right, classics. Next one, possibly my favourite race of the whole year. I'd say. Yeah, agreed. So it's coming up this weekend. Uh, it's Strada Bianca. Oh. So it's a race in Italy. It's famous for its uh, white dirt roads. And I did, read, I did read somewhere, and I'm not sure how true this was, that it translates to white roads. Yeah. I mean, Bianca's white. Bianca is white in Italian. There yeah. we go. 
so it happens, uh, it finishes, starts and finishes in Siena, which is in the Tuscany region in central Italy. Uh, the, it's quite a short race, relatively. The men cover 184k, while the women do 136. So it's a lot shorter than um, most of the one-day classics, which are generally sort of 250-plus. Uh, they are 10 gravel sectors, uh, which last as long as 11k, with undulating loose roads. So it's not necessarily cobbles or like really, really bumpy stuff. It's just dirt track. Dirt track, yeah. <clears throat> Very on point at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so it, when it when it rains as well, because it's quite chalky, it becomes very very gluey and uh, slow and sticky. I know someone that did the um, sportive of it when it was really wet, and he the grit tore a hole in his chainstay and ruined his frame. It's like sandpaper. Yeah, oh. it's just pure. And because obviously it's so long and it starts, you know, very yeah. very quickly on those roads, it absolutely ruined his bike. So yeah, shout out if you're doing that sportive to maybe use bike you don't like that much yeah, mountain bike. <laughs> <laughs> so the hard one of the hardest sectors is the last sector which is ma- the majority uphill so the thing about this is in like flanders all the cobble climbs are uphill roubaix they're all flat whereas this one has descents gravel descents and gravel climbs so it tests skills sort of everywhere test, your, test your bike handling it's very open isn't it like, yeah it's lovely scenery like really rolling of, hills um, crosswinds and stuff like that isn't it which really expose people yeah so the, the last sector is called the ponte del garbo which is mostly uphill, which they finishes just before uh, the Piazza del Campo, which is the really, really steep finishing ramp, which obviously you get some on the amazing, road. On the road, you get some amazing, amazing racing on and there. And that's where... Okay, I will, I will let you continue. Teasing, teasing. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you this, this can be a different point, possibly. So the men uh, have 11 sectors, totaling 60 kilometres, whilst the women race 80, uh, no, 80? Eight sectors, totaling 32. <laughs> uh, it's quite a mixed terrain, so it favours sort of a lot of riders, which are very, very hard ones to predict. You sort of get punchy GC riders to like cobbled hard men. So you get Roman, ba- Roman Bardet racing My last man. year, Sagan, you get Van Aert, Van Aert loads of different people. Uh, it only started in 2007, so it's a very, very young race. So it doesn't really have the, the rich history like a lot of the, the classics and the monuments, which are sort of hundreds of years old, hundreds, over 100 years old. Mm. But it's quickly become a favourite amongst a lot of spectators. Oh, yeah. It's like the unofficial. Exactly. People want to. Monument. People call it for the sixth monument, but I don't know. I, I'd like it because it's a, an amazing race. But would would you necessarily think it should be a monument? Well, I th- I think part of it is the history. So you know, if you're doing it officially, then it's probably got a few few more decades before it can get into that category. But as far as the <laughs> exciting racing goes, it is. Definitely. And it's so different it, to the other ones. It gives such variety to those spring classics. It looks quite... How far are the other classics? They're quite long because it's only what so, well, only. It's 110 miles. That's not short. San Remo's 300. To Flanders yeah. and Roubaix about 250. Yeah. Um, Liège is about 250. So, But even there, so what are you talking? Five five to six hours? Five to seven hours of racing? Yeah. Probably, this, yeah. I, yeah, with those set ground Last sections. year, this was still over five hours. So it's it's quite a slow race in that respect, where it's just so wet and so, like, horrifically Grippy, muddy. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a quick race. So you're definitely getting the time for it to be a, a monument. It's not necessarily the length. Yeah, but it's got that when it rains, you know, like last year, like, Benut's face that's covered. Like, exactly, it yeah. has that epic... They look like they're made of clay, doesn't yeah. it? It's, it's all about yeah. hard men, these classics. It's the, the man it? from Art Attack. brings them out. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> man from Art Attack. <laughs> yeah, like it. So, previous winners have included Fabian Clancholara, uh, who's won it three times, 
Michal Kwiatkowski uh, has won it twice, and Zdenek Stiba uh, and Gilbert have both won it each. Both won it once. Uh, when you win it three times, you get a section of uh, road named after you. It's quite nice. Okay. You don't get a whole yeah. gravel sector, which I thought it was, but it's like Cancellara has this tiny sector, like 10 metres of it, called like the, the Cancellara. <laughs> there we go. So last year, uh, we saw a very unlikely breakaway of uh, Roman Bardet and Wout Van Aert. Uh, so Van Aert, obviously a cyclocross world champion, three times world champion um just started riding road seriously last year who's now gone on to with lotto visma is it? yeah jumbo visma jumbo visma um and he's now riding the world tour with them so they broke away with a 42k to go and Bardé the whole time was riding with his gilet open yes like that <laughs> ultimate panache like i don't need these watts no, doesn't doesn't need air, right? yeah. <laughs> when you're going 10 mile loud doesn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so then Tij Benut started the chase with 30k left and caught them with about 15 to go before instantly attacking them and, and solo into line to win his first ever yeah, pro race. Rode off. Yeah, which was a, what a race to win. He caught them one. and then she was on the next climb, just went straight past them. And Got I them. bet on him to win. Must be good odds for that. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then 30 seconds later, Bardet crossed the line uh, before Van, Avon, uh, Van Aert crossed about 20 seconds later after falling off his bike at the top of the climb because he just cramped so hard. Oh, I think I saw that, this yeah. Final, what's the finish straight? It must be 25, 30%. Yeah. And, yeah. Just, and it was wet. Wet. He got to the top, wheel was spinning. He acted like a little cross mount. Double cramp, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Before rolling home. And I think he sort of, everyone, all that, all the top three there, sort of everyone was pleased, I guess, yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. It was not really a bad thing to say about any of them they all did amazingly yeah Bardet that was so good and that, that's why I then backed him for the world championships because he's got some skills on those yeah. steep because he did that um, where he beat um, Froome and Aru and everyone up the really really steep finish at the Tour de France last year yes so yeah he's got skills when it comes to those gradient climbs a bit like my man Rusty Woods there we go <laughs> but I'll say that wasn't necessarily the best race of uh, Strada Bianca. Oh. I would say that was in 2016 when uh, Brambia, I can't remember his first name, I don't, I don't want to ruin it, but he was clear getting up the final climb uh, when Cancellara, his teammate Stebar and Sagan caught him on that final climb. Then with 200 metres to go through like, the really tight twisty yeah, race, yeah. like a little town centre crit, but in a tiny Italian yeah. village. Um, Can- Cancellara sort of managed to block off Stebar and... Uh, Managed to beat him. Then Brambilla held on to roll him third ahead of Sagan. Nice. Very nice indeed. So we get on to the favourites. Okay. At the moment, there's no odds online, so we can't give you a betting tip just now. But I, we... I might give you some. <laughs> I might make some up. Yeah, we'll give some. Make... <laughs> you can come and we'll see how close I am. Uh, okay. So, okay. So, Shall we give you some names? And yeah. then you're just going to go with Chuck it. Chuck some okay. names and I'll give you some odds. So my favourites right. are Wout Van Aert. Yeah. Uh, He's got a world tour, time, world tour team behind him this year. He's had a disappointing cross season by yeah. his standards. I think he won two races with Vanderpol just dominating. Yeah. So we've got something to prove. Uh, Kiewitowski. Van Aert as well was oh. riding very well yes. this weekend. He He's was up there and he was around. Top 15. Yeah. And I don't know where he came in. So at. I'm going to give well, He'd you... been working for Groenewegen, wouldn't he? So yeah. Obviously not doing that well at, at Kern Brussels Kern. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 15 to 1 on him. 15 to I'll 1. Give, yeah. Strong odds. Oh. Uh, Kiewitowski. He's obviously won it twice before, I think I said. Yeah. Um... On his day, he can pretty much do anything he wants. He'll be sort of Sky's main man for that race. Yeah, and I think they've got a strong squad behind him this year. Yeah, they've got Moscon, Stannard, Rowe, yeah. with Duel as well, yeah. Stannard in his own right, though, will probably be pretty strong. 
won't he? But yeah. and he's Krikowski's just off the UAE tour as well, and he's been doing yes, he's been doing well Good in those. Yeah. He's finally back. Yeah, so I think I think he might go in as the favourite. Yeah, possibly. I, I, I could agree with that. Stebar, so he's always my favourite. I love him as a rider ever since he like left cross and sort of was dominating that with yeah. Sven Nice. Uh, he won it in 2015. He came second in 2016. He's always up there. I think he's had two or three other top fives. He never... I, I wrote this before uh, uh, Omelette. Uh, Omelette. Before he won. Uh, so he never... I said he never quite seem, Never seems to have the winning edge. He's always the bridesmaid. Which I'd say is, is true. Last season he didn't win a single race even though Quickstep had that dominating year. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I had to put this person on the list, but Valverde... Oh. Oh. he's come third <laughs> twice came fourth last year he's always going to be there and, and he's going well at the moment as he's, well. going, he's always going stripes well. yeah how old is he now he's like 400 he's like, yeah <laughs> he's, say, he's probably got a pension and everything yeah. doesn't he he's living off his pension yeah. <laughs> when you're all juiced up it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah yeah Sagan no, he's going strong Sagan uh... he's put, put tw- eh, podium there twice so you can't ever count him out yeah, he's got a good be team. Strong. Very good team this year. Daniel Boris. Oss was looking really good. Boris and how good strong. did he look at the weekend as well? Like big white glasses, hair coming out everywhere. Rock star, isn't yeah, he? he's, he's a hero. Um, and my other big favourite is Van Avermaet. Obviously, he's going amazingly at the uh, at the moment. He might, yeah, he's got. Yeah, I'd say he's probably one of the favourites yeah. as well. Him he's, and, yeah. I don't think he's ever podiumed there, but he's come from the top ten six times. That's oh. ridiculous. But he's so considered. He's probably coming in the top ten of like every race. Yeah. Yeah, sort. he's like the he's Valverde there. at the classics, isn't he? Yeah, but then again, he, has he got the team to back him? His team, but he reached... doesn't. He doesn't look like he needs it from no. what other races, does he? He's on his own, just does what he wants, covering every attack. But yeah, yeah. So then, my people to watch out for are Tij Benut. I'd yeah. say I, I wouldn't put him as a favourite, just because I think he's too well known now, and he hasn't really done much since Strabianca last he year. He ruined a lot of people's race. Uh, Omelette because he when he crashed yes. that was the gap that then the others couldn't bridge he went down hard yeah there's a uh, Michael Valgren uh, the uh, Danish rider he's on a new team this year uh, he's a great climber he won what did he win last year uh, um, Omelette Omelette and he also won what's the beer one uh, Amstel Gold yeah he won yeah. Amstel Gold um, so he knows how to get to the end of a classic well I didn't see him at the weekend because um, he, he was he was quite high up on the odds and stuff. He rides for Dimension and, um, Data now, so he, yeah, he flies under the radar a bit. I've also put Bardet. I don't know if he's actually going to race it this year. I haven't I haven't seen if he is or not because he only did it last year to get uh, experience for the cobbles uh, the Tour de France. No, he's not. Bardet's according, not racing. According to my pro cycling stats, there I've we got go. Out. He's he's doing Paris Nice next. Ah, oh, so yeah. he's also well, he's take, also going for Grand Tours. I think take them out of the list then. Saving his legs, yeah. Uh, Tim Wellens. He's obviously going very well at the weekend. Yeah, he was. Uh, he loves a solo break, loves anything hard. I think so it suits him, yeah. The, the wetter, harder it is. The wetter and... the race, the harder the race. All that Lotto team just seem to be insane and like stupid conditions. Yeah. yeah. And literally any other rider can be up there. You've got Luke Durbridge. If Mos- you're Belgian. Moscon. There's it. so many people that could be up there. Moscon. Boo, Moscon. And uh, my outside bet. Oh, yeah. I think there'll be high odds on this one. He's top 10 a few times in the last few years. Okay form at the moment is... Uh, Giovanni Visconti. Oh. Oh, okay. So, if you've got a spare pound, I'll chuck it on him because I reckon oh, you've got to be triple figure odds for that. I was just going to say his odds can't be can't be brilliant. No. I think um, Lutsenko will go well. Yes, he was up there last year and he's he's riding very well. And Astana have got such a strong team mm. to back him and stuff like that. So, uh, 
Nice, like so, it. So, on to the women's, because obviously, yep, can't forget about them. Absolutely. Uh, we've got, oh, I've got to say this one right. My favourite for the race is uh, Katia Niwadoma. Yeah. Because she's still waiting for her big win. She hasn't really, really broken through yet. She's always been sort of pushing, pushing the door. Is that right, saying? It's not, is it pushing the envelope? Knocking on the door? Knocking on the door, that's the Knocking one. Knocking on the door. door. <laughs> Knocking on the envelope. The door. <laughs> not a great postman. <laughs> Um, she's come second the last three years, so she's sort of finally waiting that big win there. Uh, Elisa Longo Borghini, she won it in 2017. Again, always up there. She's on the new Trek team, so they're going to have a strong team around her. Uh, Chantal Black, she'll be the boldest leader for this race, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, very, very strong rider, and she just obviously won Omloop. Anna, Bra- Anna van der Bregen would be my favourite for this because she's the current world champion. She won everything mm-hmm. she entered last year. However... She's doing the Cape Epic the week after the mountain bike race in South Africa. Oh, okay. So I don't think she'll be racing. Right. I see. That's uh, fair enough. And that is my Strada Bianca roundup. I think it would be a really good um, sort of showdown between Trek, Segafredo and Bowles Dolmans. Oh, and the, yes. That would be really exciting Definitely. to watch, actually. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Well, what a, that's a comprehensive... Who? <laughs> who'd you, who who's your money on then, Sam? Uh, who's your one pound going on? See, I would have bet on Tom Dumoulin. But he's not racing it. That'd be a great shot. I think he he'd be really like, good. He's like Cancellara-esque, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. If he wasn't going for the Giro and stuff like that, I think he'd clean up at some of the classics. Like him on the Paris Roubaix, if he was really going for him it. and Jungle together a little break. Absolutely. Mm. Um, oh, I can't see past a quick step rider if I'm honest. No. Yeah, they're so much stronger, aren't they? I mean, I might the be, whole team. I might go for Jungles again. I think he's got, got a bit of oh. confidence. I think it'd be Jungles, Stebar, or Gilbert. Yeah, because they've got so many yeah. options, and people chasing them, there's always one of them. Or Lampert, because he was looking good. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I'm going to go for Jungles again, because, yeah, he's the boy. Harry? Uh, I was going to say Jungles as well, but I can't go for the You can same. have Jungles as well. You can be boring. <laughs> yeah. You can have Jungles. I'll have Lampert. <sighs> Okay, right, <laughs> deal. I put my pound down. Put your pound down. You can give me ten yeah. percent. <laughs> deal. <laughs> uh, yeah. If I can break even, I'll be happy. Lampert looks like he's about twenty-one years old, but he's actually twenty-seven. Is he? Yeah. Little tidbit of information there. Yeah. Everyone enjoys that. Fun fact. Yeah. Um. Right. I've got something special, Harry, for you and for Seb that I've prepared because we don't. Oh. <clears throat> Because we don't have uh, any official sponsors yet, yet, I thought I'd, you know, throw out <laughs> yes, a little flavour yeah. for potential sponsors if they want to get in touch. I mean, we're very cheap. We've got, you know, <laughs> we say four <laughs> listeners, but really, you know, we're in the hundreds already. But you know, those key four are very important to us. Um, so I've devised a uh, a pretend advert with accompanying music uh, to introduce because we're going to sponsor our hot topic. Uh, thing sorry we're uh, currently just trying to work out all the levels seb has gone into producer mode um right i'm ready when you are seb uh, i apologize for this in advance everyone but hopefully you'll enjoy it <laughs> do you find yourself peering out the window on a rainy sunday morning unsure whether to ride outdoors in the elements or stay cozy on the turbo well, fear not. With the all-new Sean Kelly net curtains, every time you twitch, the weather improves to allow you to get outside and enjoy the spray, grit, grime and dirt without having to resort to riding indoors 
like all those other mammals who say their FTP is 350. Remember, the more you ride in the rain, the faster you'll be in the sun. Call now on 0800 Hardman and order your set now. There's no such thing as bad weather, just bad adverts. Hot topic. <laughs> Hot topic. Yeah, so there you Seamless. go. Seamless. <laughs> Not incredible. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. So just this... the flavour of what we've got to offer there. Yeah, is... this, this week we've teased it. We've teased it since episode one. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. We just keep forgetting. We're going to have to set up a business email. Yeah, finally. After that, yeah. Finally. We've got, we've got the Badger story. The Badger story. So... Yeah, and actually, it's quite poignant because I shaved my legs this weekend, ready for the race that didn't happen. Um, but now I've shaved my legs, you can really see all the scars oh. on, my, on my knee. Oh, yeah, I've just seen them. It looks quite nasty. Um, right. Got a nice under the duvet, mate. Everyone knows that. Yeah. You shave your legs, you know. So, <laughs> you gave yourself that luxury. <laughs> yeah. I'll try and uh, explain it uh, as succinctly as possible. Basically, I went out mountain biking with a couple of friends over the downs at night time, um, going down a flinty South Downs chalky descent, about 25 miles an hour, jumping between little bumps and things. And then out of nowhere, a badger comes out uh, into my front wheel. My entire bike stops dead. I don't stop dead, I carry on. And quite miraculously actually, I just land on my knee, head and back, but I was wearing a camelback. So I sort of just slid on my knee and on my back. And really, only my knee was the thing that was really bashed up. My arms were a little bit bad, my elbows, etc. Anyway, went down on the bike to a pub, got a lift from a barmaid to the hospital. Uh, My leg was split open quite spectacularly where um, I was in sort of the ward and all these doctors and nurses were coming in just to see my knee like it was some sort of special <laughs> special attraction like operation yeah i'm just sat there in my lycra um but it had just so much grit and dirt inside it that i had to have surgery on it and they um fixed it all up um but i was out for a month and it's actually the longest i've not done exercise i think since since ever really i've always done it you know either been running or playing football and things like that so it's really, I'd gone from, you know, I was at quite a decent level of fitness. I'd done Revolve, had done sort of season of racing and stuff like that. And I was just getting into sort of, you know, mountain biking through winter and Zwifting and stuff like that. And um, I suddenly couldn't do anything. I couldn't uh, walk for a whole month. I had to basically lay down the whole time. And it was pretty rubbish. We did come around and see you, didn't we, at one point? You did, you came and visited it was, me. It was a sorry sight. Yeah, I mean, as pe- if people know people that know me know that I've you know have quite a high energy level. So having to sit down and watch Discovery Channel <laughs> was it was a novelty Danger, for a day. He, he, he knows tough. how everything's made. Yeah, I've watched so <laughs> many episodes, and I've watched all sorts of weird gun programs, gold mining. The oh, I love the gun ones. Yeah, <laughs> I did. How many MasterChef episodes? Did I you did watch? for a couple of days, watching. and I got very bored. Um, played a lot of Madden NFL as well. I got really good at that. <laughs> I bought the Tour de France game because I was that bored. It was rubbish. Don't buy it. Is that on Xbox or something? Is it? My play. I had a PlayStation Three. <laughs> we we bought that from like CES and for like fifty p ones. Yeah. And like you press it and they have two the two catchphrases when you turn them to attack. Yeah. It's like, I've got a rocket under my saddle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the one. So yeah, it wasn't great. But um, the hot topic I thought would be about how I sort of changed the way I train a little bit to. I think I sort of plateaued with, I was making the most of what I could do with the time I had. 
but I've managed to find some time since coming back from injury. I realised I needed to take it a bit more seriously to jump up to the next level. So unlike Harry, I don't have a coach. I'm not, you know, Mr. Pro. But um, <laughs> I do a mixture of Zwift racing and I've also signed up to Train a Road and they have a really good calendar feature where you can plan all your rides and your um, different interval sessions and things like that. And as I said last week, I've been doing double days. I was up at half five this morning doing a ridiculous, horrible VO2 max session. Um, just trying to just trying to fit it in, and it works really well actually. Um, so I thought instead of boring everyone about you know what I do etc., you can always just look at my Strava for that. I thought I would give some top tips for getting into Swift racing because a lot of people use it, and uh, also a lot of people are sort of don't really know how to get into it. It's quite a weird sort of way you know way of riding and things like that. So shoot me now if we cover this. What is Swift? Right, so Swift is on your turbo. You connect your turbo in any sort of way you can to a laptop it's basically a computer game um much better than tour de france game on playstation 3 <laughs> it's um, not a high bar, is yeah it? <laughs> you can say i've got a rocket under my saddle yourself yeah. but you, you've got to, you can't just tap a yeah you've um, got to actually shout it as you're attacking yeah, you've actually got a ride and pedal and you know it's absolutely massive now and the zwift racing community is very intense and can be a little bit intimidating and it's quite hard to it's quite a lot of barriers to getting into it i think sometimes and you're not quite sure how to do it and i when i joined swift i was the um it just started becoming a bit more official with all the how they do the races and things so um yeah i've got i think about 11 tips on the best way to do it so uh first of all sign up to a website called zwiftpower.com and that's like the best place to check your results and you can see all your powers and so how that, you're getting on that a third party in that's a third party but they're to sort of they're very closely linked to Zwift and stuff Cousins. like that. Um, and you can join teams and there's different Facebook groups and stuff like that. And everyone's very friendly and everyone wants people to ride on their teams. There's not really, you know, some are very serious and all talk to each other on um, Discord. It's like a radio app for your iPhones. Yeah. So they do proper, you know, very, computer, very computer gaming, very computer gaming. And people really enjoy oh, yeah. that. And it does encourage, you know, encourage you to ride harder and, you know, any reason to get on the turbo, you know, any incentive helps. Um, but I just sort of ride as and when I want with people. Um, you choose your cat. So what you need to do is you do an FTP test, and depending on your category, depends on um, depending on your FTP. Sorry, your watts per kilogram, which is your FTP, your best twenty minute power, ninety five percent of it, divided by how much you weigh. So, for example, um, if you weighed some quick maths here. 70 kilograms and your FTP was 350 you would be at five watts per kilogram which, which is, is very respectable good. yes five watts five watts per kilogram is sort of top end of good Zwift races there's a few you know pros and semi-pros that are kicking up above Silly that numbers, yeah. yeah four watts per kilogram is the beginning of the A category which is sort of seen as the top category B category is 3.2 to 4 C category I think is 2.6 something to 3.2 and then d category is anything below 2.7 or something around there so everyone's got a category to race against and the reason it's great is there's always someone to race which is really exciting um so top tips know the course know the distance what climbs there are even one percent ones and there's a reason why knowing that is very very important if you're on a dumb trainer like i have you can't feel the gradients you just have to put out more power to keep going fast Whereas people with smart trainers, they feel the gradient very quickly. So it's a bit easier. 
Um, number two, warm up and prepare for a very hard start. Few thought a cyclocross start was intense. Swift start, even even worse. You know, my best five minute powers are from Swift racing, <laughs> where you are just sprinting, because it's very important to get into the correct group. And like I sort of said last week. Once you're out of a bunch, you are not catching that bunch again. Once you are dropped or, you know, I've never seen anyone bridge across. It's just get in the fastest group you can, hang on for dear not, life. Not even with power-ups? Not even with power-ups. You know, you don't stand much of a chance. They're going to be going pretty fast. Um, you can't go hard enough for the first five minutes. And it's really good, actually, because your body really adapts to it. And I, I found that in the um, when I did that cross race, it was really intense, but I was... I was used to it already. Mm. And, you know, some people I think would have been shocked by it. But I was like, okay, this is fine. It's just like Zwift. Very nice. Um, different races start or um, the stagger the cats differently. So sometimes all the cats start together. Sometimes the A's start just before the B's, just before the C's, etc. If you are all racing together, the goal is basically to get with the fastest group you can. So if you're a B so if, rider. if you're a D, you could somehow get with absolutely. the A's. And the thing with Zwift is, if you've got a high uh, FTP, but you weigh quite a lot, if you're on a flat course you'll be just as fast as a really light rider who's got really high watts per kilogram because pure wattage rules on Zwift as far as I'm concerned. So you get yeah. C riders and D riders <laughs> in a group with A's and B's and I'm struggling to keep up because my pure wattage is nowhere near what it needs to be for the flats But because I don't weigh much. you know, When it comes to the climbs, I've got a bit more of an advantage. Um, yeah, get with the fastest group. No group's ever caught if you're more than 10 riders big. They often just roll on, roll on and roll on. Um, you have a mix of rider cats. You need to use stronger riders to pull you along. People are very clever because Zwift power takes your best 20 minutes and then it disqualifies you if you go over that category boundary. So you've got a lot of B riders and C riders and D riders who should be in a category above, but because they want to win a computer game race, will suddenly drop their power and play the game a little bit. But And people get annoyed about that on Facebook. And it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. It's a, Just see it as a good workout. Race or you race. You know, they could be on an e-bike for all I care. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, I don't, I'm not looking for that gold medal. Um, number four is get used to watching the side screen with riders watts per kilogram um, and match them as close as possible. You end up just racing that little number because you see when they accelerate because you can see their watts per kg. So your, does yours increase as you go faster? Yeah, and... so everyone can see what each other can do. And again, more serious people have Zwift power up. And as the race goes on, you can see all the riders, what their heart rate is. And all that sort of stuff. But again, I don't have time for that. And my computer would blow up if I did that. Um, number five, people cheat. So don't worry about it. You know, don't take it too seriously. Um, number six, any gradient change means people go for it. No one ever takes it easy in a Zwift race up a hill. It goes flat out. So just be ready for that. And again, that's such a good workout because it's just hard intervals happening all the time. Um, use power-ups wisely. I think people, you know when someone's having a bad time because they use a power-up when they shouldn't be. So if they're using a sprint or a feather, which is the one using for climbs, um, not on a climb, it's because they're struggling. You know they're going to be shelled pretty soon. So if you get a feather or if you get an aero power-up, which is the best one, um, save that till the end for the big sprint because very often it comes down. You know, Even if you're sprinting for 100th place, it's still still a sprint worth doing. Um, don't go too early for the sprint. You can follow wheels. And uh, if you're trying to drop someone, um, remember they're watching your watts per kilogram. So as long as they think you aren't that tired, so keep it as high as you can. Just wait for them to drop first. Yeah, it's uh, like the old water bottle trick. Just drink yeah. out your water bottle. <laughs> you're, not, you're not tired. Absolutely. It's a mind game. Um, 
yeah, that's about it, really. There's plenty of other things, but the main thing is just get on um, the companion app, which is the one you download for your um, iPhone or iPad or whatever. I sign up to a race. Best thing now is that you can just do it on a phone. Yeah, and just do it. Just give it yeah. a go. Like, literally, no one cares. And it's it's a really good workout and a really good way of mixing up your training so it's not just all intervals sat on trainer road watching a bar go up and down. Um, and I, the phone is actually quite... Because I couldn't be bothered, basically, to do a three-hour session the other day. So just did... Which was a mistake, I admit. Two hours on the turbo. <laughs> um, but I... And I had my phone. And I was listening to music, whatever. And I thought, oh, I'll just try this with that. Download it. And it works really well, like it as well as it would on your computer. It's just a bit small. Yeah. I rested it on my my, my cycle computer. Um, yeah, and it's perfect. So even if you could be anywhere, really, um, as long as it connects to your power, power meter or whatever, yeah. um, or heart rate, works really well. Yeah, it's really good. And the graphics are really good. And it's very, very fast to load, etc. Yeah. yeah, well worth doing it. And hopefully there's a few people, you know, listening listening to us while they're Zwifting at the moment. So uh, yes. if you are, keep, come on! Keep going. <laughs> up, up, up! <laughs> Right, that's it. End of hot topic. Hot topic. <laughs> hot topic. <laughs> New partridge, by the way, oh. is absolutely killer. So good. We're, we're still some clips, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> so our foreign correspondent ema- emailed in again, Mr. Peter Robinson. We're naming and shaming him now. <laughs> I, I, I've worked out his previous uh, greeting as well. When, it, when he said good day. Yeah. It's how he used to greet me. It's how apparently he, they greet each other in New Zealand. It's, good day, mate! <laughs> it's actually how it is. And he's, he's now put mates, so we're all included. Mm. It even extends to you, Harry. Oh, cheers, Pete. Even you, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Straight into it. How do I tell if someone is a fourth cat? <laughs> I've heard about the chain remarks on the leg, but is there anything else I need to look out for when judging someone at first glance? Can any of these things be related to the mountain bike world? Don't want, ro- don't want the roadie to think I'm some sort of fourth cap mountain biker. <laughs> I'm not taking my peak off my helmet. Oh, uh, he says, I'm not taking my peak off my helmet. Uh, uh, got a bit of a big one. job in, the f- in a few weeks. 12 plus hours in the saddle. Any top nutrition tips? What can I take that isn't just sugar? Didn't wash my bike this weekend. Did some fat skids with the peak. <laughs> Hashtag stay sendy. Number one fan, Pete. Oh, there's uh, a lot, lot, lot to lot go to over. Do, there's there. a lot so, going on there, yeah. Harry. I'm going to yeah. talk to you about judging people. Okay, brilliant. How do we tell if someone's a fourth cat? Yeah, as the podcast pro. Yeah. Right. So, obviously, you've heard just... about the chain remarks, which are fourth cat tap. When you have an oily chain ring, yeah. you get off your bike the wrong side, you lean your leg up against mm. it, and you get a lovely, lovely... Also known as a Fred tap. Fred tap. <laughs> Chopper tap. <laughs> All of which are So, Harry, what are we looking out for when we want to judge people? I'd say, big okay. thing, shave legs. If you haven't got shaved legs, then... You can't be pro. Well, that's so. true. I am fourth cat. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Sagan <laughs> turned up to Omeloop two years ago. With two fast, really. Little blonde hair yeah, legs, yeah. 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 So, Sagan's you know. just exempt from everything, isn't he, really? So. Sock, sock, sock length? Sock, uh, I don't know. That's... Ridiculous. So, yeah, well, some people at the race care. of a day yeah. had sock length. Well, you've like, got to wear socks. Sock knees, so. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're a triathlete, then... Sleep, exactly. Sleeves on your jersey? Yeah, that's not or slam stem. If your stem's not slam, then what's I going think on? I, no, I think you know, bike bike fits a big thing now. If your stem's pointing upwards, yes, <laughs> it doesn't have to true. be slammed. <laughs> it can't be upwards. No. But I I personally think you know with the whole being you know being sendy, if you want to turn up with hairy legs, 
a positive 45 degree stem <laughs> wearing just a gilet and no socks yeah then 90. you do that yeah i respect that i prefer if you, you know if you want to express yourself and do that stem. then you do it as long as yeah. you smash it um, yeah. yeah or if you, yeah, if you get, get shelled out the back straight away as long as you carry on and you do those laps <laughs> and you get that workout in then fair play you can have as much oil in your legs as you want absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. Can you, if, but that's imagine if you if you make a breakaway and win a road race with hairy legs, a forty five degree stem on a mountain bike. Sl- <laughs> on a mountain bike, yeah, exactly. With like road with like mountain bike shoes, whatever. It's even more of a beast. So yeah, and I think that's the danger when you turn up to a first race, and even oh. now when you do it when you've been racing a lot, the first thing everyone does is they're looking at each other, you know, eyeing each other up, and the person that wins is very rarely. The bloke on the turbo or the lady on the turbo with the headphones on doing like a clear structured workout and all that jazz, you know, putting their race wheels on ready to go. Yeah, exactly. You know, Mm. it's not it really is not an indication of how good you are just because how much money you've got to spend and how much time you've been reading the Voluminati or all that crap. Mm. (laughs) Not interested in that. No. When people go rule number five, rule number six, rule number 19.2. Nah, subsection. Yeah. Like leg warmers over socks. That's always a thing that people say and stuff. I just, just whatever happens to go on first. Yeah. Whatever's comfiest, basically. Absolutely. You've got a problem with it. Feel free to drop me. But until that time, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) I'm getting quite quite aggressive. Calm down. (laughs) Next one then. His big job in a few weeks is 12 plus hours in the saddle. Yes. So. I've got some good nutrition tips. Eat. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what because is, that is the classic Sam Bacon style is uh fasted rides by accident because I never eat breakfast. I always wake up really early for work and it's terrible and it's not good. So I need to try and break that mould. A cereal bar. But the other day I went for a mountain bike ride, not with you, with other people, sorry. Um, oh, I actually wasn't invited. And I, I had just some there. measly cheese on toast. But I kid you not, we did 50 miles at a hard pace. And at the end of it, I was like, I could do another 50 here. I was, I my body was Honestly. having an absolute party. So cheese on toast. Cheese on cheese toast. toast. Was, that, was that bread, cheese as a single slice or was it a sandwich? No, just bread, cheese on top, Michelle? melted. My mum made How it for me. Yeah. Shout out, no. mummy. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what I, when I did Big Dog, when it was a six-hour race, only half what he's attempting. But 500 mil of water every hour with the SIS Go Electrolyte in, which has got 60 grams of carbs in it, I think, plus a gel. And that saw me through that whole race. And that was a very, that was obviously race intensity. So a mm-hmm. gel and a 500 mil bottle every hour, I think. It's just keeping on top of it, I think, because the second your body starts to, you know, try and find some food, you're onto a downer. So you need to try and... I don't think you can eat too much in those times, can you, really? Or can you? I think you can. Judging by your face. <laughs> well, I was in my 12-hour race. <laughs> <laughs> Double the man. Double oh, the man. <laughs> Double the food. Or not. <laughs> no, I think you. it depends if you start feeling sick, then obviously yeah, you don't want to take yeah. too much on too quick. Liquid's a good one. If you find yourself needing a wee, don't drink as much. You don't necessarily need all that. I was. I think I had to have like four or five wees before I just got to the stage where I thought I just could not be able to stop anymore. And I relieved myself <laughs> in my shorts. <laughs> it was not a proud moment. But it was the nice. last lap, so <laughs> victory win. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but there we go. Another big, another big thing though as well I found is that um, just raisins or sultanas because they're pretty much pure you love sugar. raisins. Sponsored by yeah. what's, what's the little brand? Sun dried Sun- tomatoes. It's not Italy. <laughs> you know the little red box. <laughs> yeah, they're sun dried something, aren't they? 
probably as soon as I tell you, you you'd be like kicking yourself. I've I've heard the quote. Yeah. But... Go on then. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'll wait till next queue. No. John Blanchard, right? So they uh, came pro in 2002 with US Postal um, and recently retired in 2017. That's oh, Boonan. It's Tom Boonan. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That's a big call. Right. Three points. Two all. You say started with US Postal? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, that's the bit they got it. I was like, he did, didn't he? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, third rider. Another tough clue. <laughs> so, so, can I just say, if you get this on the first clue, then you pretty much just win the whole game. Well, I'm, I'm going to. Right. 70 kilos, 5 foot 9 and 33 years old. Is it Quintana? Oh, I was going to say Quintana. No. No. Okay, years old, five foot nine. Is Quintana's big... waist small. Right? Four foot nine. No, my brother sent me a picture. I was just gonna say, is Quintana my... that tall? My brother went to the cycle show once, and um, they at Mobistar or like Canyon had Quintana's bike there, and it was hilarious. If you, you know, met brother Harry. He's like he's six yeah. six, right. and the bike was like lower than his knee. <laughs> As I've seen him ride that, it was so good. He must be like five four, five five. Yeah. Probably tiny. Anyway, second clue. Uh, you've won a silver medal. Um, at the 2016 Olympics in the individual pursuit. Individual pursuit, silver medal. In the Olympics? Yeah, yeah that 2016. Didn't, that didn't exist. Rohan Dennis? Yeah. No. <sighs> right. Wait, yeah, hang on a minute. IP went ages ago. Athens was the last one to have that one out, so... Well, this is off of Wikipedia, which is obviously correct, so... <laughs> no, forget the last part, me, then. Rohan Dennis, on a track. <laughs> Rio. Okay. It- Silver, I'll give you that. So, silver medal at 2016 Olympics. Is it Cav? It is. Oh, that's the Omnion who did that in. So, I guess you are sort of right, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Congrats to everyone that guessed that before us. With, if you got that with the wrong, with the wrong, like. No, that's fair. That's, then... I'm, you're the question master, yeah. Harry. Here you go. <laughs> I, I don't right, want to mutiny. <laughs> okay. Kick him What's out, Harry. Ban him. Ban him. <laughs> five, five, two, five, two, five, two. No. Yeah, yeah. Five, two. Yeah, yeah. You run the scores right. down. <laughs> okay. Wait. Fourth rider. Seventy. They're seventy-three years old and nicknamed the Cannibal. Valverde. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually Quintana. <laughs> Seventy. He could be seventy-three. I know he's that old, but it's, it's Merckx, isn't it? Is it, it Merckx? It is Merckx. Four points. Bloody hell! Wait, how many points is that? I don't know. It's your game. <laughs> I'm not. I think it's eleven it's two. <laughs> Basically, Sam, you're losing, mate. Okay. okay. Next, next question. Um, I sort of feel I'm in the rest of the clues for that one. <laughs> I don't. Oh. Uh, yeah, they're a bit obvious to be fair. Okay. Right. <laughs> Fifth rider. So they signed to Sky in 2011 as an Aero Pro, and in the same year they won the British National Time Trials. British National Time Trials. Um... They can't, to be fair, can't be that many. Is it Stannard? Incorrect. Sam, you got any ideas? Um, a Neo Pro. Where? What year was it? Twenty eleven. Um, do they still ride for Sky now? Can I have a second clue? Second clue. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll give you. I'll just give you a entirely different. Right. 
Um, first, their first Grand Tour was with Movistar in 2013 at the Giro. Is this the same person? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you know? Can't say. You say. Is it Alex Dowsett? It is. Oh. One, didn't he win? Oh, that was a welter and he won the up tra- uphill time trial. Yeah. Oh, nice. Right, last rider. Okay, here we go. All or nothing. Like, this is special. I, again, if you get it with this clue, I'll be, in, oh, it'll be insane. Right. Well, 54... Should we get double, double or quits? Yeah, double or quits for the last one. Sam, this is, all, this is, this is it for you, right? I'm in. 54... Solo. Hail Mary. Solo break. Jungle style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Into They're a headwind. 54, 54 kilos and 5 foot 5. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 54 kilos and 5 foot 5. An age? Uh, 29. 29. I think they're 29, uh, yeah. It's not Quintana, because he's the, the old tree from Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, I'm going to go with... Um, what's his name? No clue. Uh, Richie Port. Oh, I was going to hey now. Well, that's a good guess, but no. Uh, yeah, um, that's a good shout. So, Joe, now? Good shout. <laughs> no. Are we just gonna keep going through? No, the no next clue. Kilos? Okay. <laughs> They've won two stages of the Giro: one in twenty sixteen and one in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Fifty-four kilos, five foot five. Fifty-four kilos is ridiculous. Yeah. My mountain bike weighs that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no clue. I don't know, one in the, What's one their in the... nationality? This is definitely the toughest one. What's... I feel like if I give the nationality, it'll give it away. That's why. Are they... Oh, um... Chavez? Ooh. Yes! Yeah! Oh, great one. Yes. Yes. Absolutely Jungles there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, out of nowhere. Happy with that. That was, that. that was by far the hardest one as well. Yeah, it's tricky. That was, that was good. I like that. Like yeah. it. Harry, that's so, a good game. So, well done. Here comes the theme tune, Harry. Be quiet for 12 seconds. Harry, say thank you for playing and be quiet. <laughs> Thank you for playing. That's a good theme tune, that. Yeah, that's good. Harry, that, that was, oh, that was, you blew me away there. I did not think you'd be that prepared. You pulled it out. I like that. Well done. Very good. <laughs> Neither did I, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I think that's a real good one to play along with at home, actually. Yeah. So what, let us know how you got on. If you were better than us, which I'm sure you were. Yes. Okay. So, cyclists as bands. We left you a task last week to send in and think of cyclists as films. But we have have got a few leftover bands. So, have you thought of any new ones? Don't don't worry if you have. Bands? No. No, fine. So, I got sent in by Samuel Parker, Avenge Degenkob. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Avenge Degenkob. There's a theme here as well. Uh, ben Lloyd sent in <laughs> Warren's Tender Machine. <laughs> That's good. Um, my dad, shout out to him, came up with Abba Philippe. Abba, oh, which I, I was like, beautiful. That's great. Beautiful. I don't think he's a fan of Abba, but he's a fan of Abba Philippe. So. Oh, your dad's a fan of Abba. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. Yeah. Anymore? So, is that no, that's, that's all I've got. Right, cyclists as films, everyone. Sports fans, are you ready? So, is it? are we going to go one each? Go one each, yeah. And okay. then, then yeah. we'll yeah. go to the viewer fan okay. ones. I've got... Harry, you go first, then right. Seb, then me. Okay, quick fire. Okay. There's no. Okay. All right, after you, Harry. Right, okay. So, I've got Geraint 
Thomas and the Magic Railroad. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. And, and the Magic Railroad. <laughs> and the Magic Railroad. Hit, hit Phil. Okay. Yeah. Like it. I yeah. got um, <laughs> Schillinger's List. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, I've got one that god. works. I've got one cyclist, two films. I'll just go The Empire Strikes Lars Back. <laughs> and Lars Back to the Future. Very good. Uh, that's good. You'll go home. Um, I've got my. Okay, I've got uh, Mark Casablanca dish. <laughs> Flipping flip. <laughs> oh, I've got an easy one. Tour of the Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Tour of Lice. Um, Saving Private Ryan Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, Michael the Cabin in the Woods. I hope you got some crackers coming up. uh, Walt Dead Pals. (laughs) Um, Diego Elisi Unchained. (laughs) (laughs) I've got um, Taylor Winnie the Pooh and a rather blustery (laughs) day. (laughs) Is it Finny the Pooh? Yeah, Taylor Finny the Pooh. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I love how in depth you're going because you're just yeah. going for yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last king of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's very good. The last king of Scotland. <laughs> um, Nathan Hasboot. <laughs> what? That's boot. Right. Nathan Hasboot. I'm, I'm, I've got nothing left. Nothing I've left. got nothing left. Right, I've got a few more. Um, Pantani's Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Chris Hoy Story 3. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> uh, I've got one from uh, an anonymous viewer. La La Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Um, Ice Road Jumpy Druckers. <laughs> which is a TV is show. A film? No, but... <laughs> They're definitely going to make Ice Road Druckers a film. Uh, so. Meet the David Miller. Meet the David Miller like that. Uh, That's good. Um, v for Viviani. <laughs> Uh, this one is uh, Paladin and the King of Thieves, <laughs> nice, which like is a, a rider, Soraya uh, Paladin, who is uh, one of three sisters that ride for Ali Cipollini. Oh. <laughs> niche, niche subject. That was getting out of sent in, sent in by a listener. Um, lock, stock and two smoking Daryls, brackets, impy. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that one. So these are some more viewer ones, or viewer, listener ones. Uh, a view to Uncatil. <laughs> Like that it. was sent in by Dons La Rouge. Ah, nice. Thank you, Dons. Or Dans. Dans. Dons. Dons. Um, Tink off Taylor, Soldier Spy. <laughs> I actually had to look that one up. <laughs> I came up with that Who's one. That? Uh, right this is another one sent in by, by Dons or Dan. Uh, Conair Swift. Conair Swift. <laughs> I did like that one. <laughs> um, I got sent this by... Uh, Mr. Phil Weber, um, Cool Cummings instead of Cool Running. And Phil, <laughs> Phil did do us a, uh, a movie poster as yeah. well, which we'll, we'll put out. We'll link up because that is quite uh, And he also got, got another one we did the poster for. And Don's LaRouge did the same one. Bob Youngle's book. Bob Youngle's book. <laughs> yeah. um, Classic. My final one, instead of Rob Hatch, is Rob Snatch. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I feel bad. We're, we're ending on, on Michael Atfield's. <laughs> <laughs> And Mike, you you know yourself. This is um, it's not your finest work. <laughs> We've got a hundred and one Degen cobs. <laughs> it just starts with the same letter. 
What was the other Degen Cobb one? Uh, Avenged Degen Cobb. Avenged Degen Cobb. Um, the Lion King. Lion King. I, not, I did Last King of Scotland. Oh, the Last King La- of Scotland. That's Lion it. King. Yeah. No, Last King of Scotland. I think is the uh, one of the winners. Chris Hoy Story Three. That's quite good as well. Proud of that. Yeah. Right. So next week we're we doing cyclists as food. Cyclists as food, please. And I came up with um. Uh, my one is picking Max Shackman. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Uh, I like it. Ryan okay. pan fried Mullins. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So next week, um, what you got coming up? I've got. Uh, it's my rest week because it was meant to be this week, but um, I was feeling pretty good, so I'm putting some extra intervals in this week. And next week's very busy with uh, different things at work and at home and stuff. So I'm going to do a nice easy rest week hopefully we'll do another podcast something like that um yeah that's a bit it really but i can feel really happy at the moment so i can feel it all all coming together i think i'm the fittest i've ever been so yeah hopefully get some good rides in it's worrying yeah enjoy my cycling what about you harry um i've got a race a um southeast road race um on sunday so hopefully that's all right i think Pr- prediction okay yeah oh i don't even uh <laughs> you can say bunch finish that's fine yeah you can say top one Top. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna s- top five. Top no. five. Top five. Yeah, big, like top, big top. Is it yeah, hilly? Yeah. Not really. Which is an issue. That's we'll, we'll the wind. That top fifty is. <laughs> there's always there's always a crash, Harry. Yeah. Don't worry. What about you, Seb? Thanks. What are you up to? So I am on holiday this weekend. So oh, uh, yeah, not riding at all. Off nice. up to the Lake District. Um, and then the following weekend. I've got a race, so I probably won't be riding in, in between oh. now and then. So mountain bike race, mountain bike race, the first Southern XC of the season, and I'm hoping to do a little bit of a on the floor coverage there. Yeah, so we may have a little snippet. I'll of that. first send it out, courtesy of Seb, is Southern XC race. Yes, I'll do some publicity as well. So if you are there and you do somehow know what I look like, yeah, then yeah, say hi. All right, well, cheers, boys, for that. This is a little bit shorter than the last one we did, seeing as the last one was about 19 hours long. Yeah, I did um, end with age. So absolute <laughs> congratulations to one, yeah. anyone that finished that one. It finished strong, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it good. Peaked. But um, this one's a bit more than... That's the general sort of time we're going to go for, hopefully, yes. in the future. Because it's cheaper as well. It's cheaper, yeah. Otherwise, Buzzsprout really <laughs> yeah. uh, nail us with the fees. <laughs> Um, so, sponsors again if you are yeah sponsors shout us out and I will make you whatever advert you want if we you will want, sell whatever you want the longer you like. you've got to pay for it yeah so thank you very much Seb for the use of your house yes. cheers for calling in Harry same Once time again. next week hopefully thank you for hosting me again good stuff right thank you very much for listening everyone remember to review win that $20 Amazon voucher yeah. of our choosing it is, it is genuine dollars so we're not sure how much it's actually worth yeah, yeah. £19.50 probably yeah. Um, remember everyone thank you very much stay safe stay sendy